Hello and welcome into another episode of the Rail Yard Dogs podcast series. My name is Mitch Stewart, and today I'm joined by the five foot eleven winger from White Bear Lake, Minnesota, in his third season with the Rail Yard Dogs, number thirteen, Mac Chance. And Mac, thanks for joining me here yeah, today. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. You've been in Roanoke now for a few years. Played a few different seasons for the Dogs. What has kept you coming back to this area to suit up for the Dogs and suit up with? Uh, Coach Dan Bremner. Um, you know, first off, I think it was a really good uh, first year, my rookie year experience. Uh, you know, we we obviously had a fortunate run at the end of that season, and uh, you know that passion just kind of stuck with me. And you know, just everything about the the Star City is uh, just kind of clicking with me. So it's like if you find a good spot like that, uh, you know, why leave? I've grown up here, so I, I'm I'm staying here too. So I definitely can understand that it just wanted to touch on some of your favorite things kind of about the city about Roanoke since you've been here some things that are are obviously a little bit different than where you grew up in Minnesota uh yeah it's very different um first off the biggest thing would be the mountains like where I come from it's just flat everywhere and lakes all water so uh you know, I'm, I still get amazed every day I wake up and see the mountains, and it's just something that I'm not used to. So uh, that that's probably one of the main things. And, you know, it's just gorgeous weather. We don't really get snow down here, so that's a big thing for the winters. Um, but, yeah, it's just all around. Uh, you know, it's it's good people. It's a great town. We have great passion for our team, and, uh, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it's all about. Yeah, right now second in the league in attendance to so the fans, even after the, the long hiatus last year we weren't able to suit up in the 2020-2021 season. They're back in full force this season. Last year you did play. You were away from Roanoke since Roanoke did not participate in the SPHL season. You ended up playing for the Columbus River Dragons down in Georgia in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. You actually suited up alongside of Matt O'Day and C.J. Stubbs. Current Dogs assistant coach Wojtek Zimlitzko was still playing with you as well. And then Brant Sherwood actually served as an assistant for that team. So a lot of dogs ended up making their way down to Columbus. That River Dragons team actually won the FPHL Ignite Cup last season. What was that experience like for you playing with some of these familiar faces and ended up winning a championship? Um, well, it all started, you know, when when our season got canceled, we were all – you know, honestly, a little scared. We were like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, we we all want to be here, and we all want to play for this team, and that's something that's pretty special. You know, you don't really get that in minor pro hockey. And, uh, you know, we just had the mentality of we just need to play. And, you know, we had we knew some guys down there. Sherwood was uh, going down there to help coach, so he just kind of put it all in our ear. And, obviously, we had talks with Brems, and, you know, his, his big thing was just play. It's just good to play this year, and, Fortunately for us, we all got to go play on that same team together and do something that was pretty special. So, you know, it was a blast. I, I definitely do not regret it. I, I had an amazing time with uh, an amazing group of guys. Yeah, and you can hopefully bring a little bit of that, that winning luck, that playoff luck that you all were able to have and bring that back to Roanoke this season. You've suited up now in 77 games in your dog's career. That's tied for 10th most in team history, and all of those games for you have come under coach Dan Bremner. What is it like playing under Dan and how would you describe his philosophy on the ice when it comes to directing you and, and your teammates? Um, you know, Brems is pure passion. Uh, he, he loves the game more than most guys. And, uh, that's something that you can really get behind, uh, where I come from, you know, we call hockey our religion. We don't really know much else than that. And I'm 
almost positive it's the same where he comes from being a good Canadian guy and uh you know that's just kind of what we roll with is uh it's it's a doggy dog world we're in this profession and uh to find a group of guys that actually enjoys and buys into playing for a guy it's uh you know like I said it's pretty special and uh hopefully we can you know just keep rolling with it dog eat dog world maybe a, a little bit of a pun intended there yeah yeah for <laughs> sure <laughs> well speaking of the dogs a bit of a slow start to the year offensively as a team uh, but you guys have picked it up in that department here in the last few games you personally have notched three goals and two assists in the last four games what do you think has kind of contributed to that spark in offensive production uh, you know, just hard work, effort, obviously. I mean, we proved in – we went on that road trip and we proved that our team has some goal-scoring ability up and down the sheet. And, uh, you know, being a veteran guy, being an offensive guy, when we're not scoring the goals, it's just you got to do the little things to, you know, try and get that spark because, you know, players – the younger players look up to the older guys and if they see I'm scoring, you know, it's going to make them grit their teeth. They're going to want to get in those dirty areas and score too. So it's just kind of a – you know, try and lead by example and show these guys that, you know, it can be done. And, you know, once it starts going, it's going to go. Well, one line in particular that's kind of stuck out for Roanoke in these past few games has been that line with you and Billy Vizzo flanking Logan Fredericks. The three of you have actually combined for seven goals and seven assists in the last four games. So pretty, pretty gaudy numbers there to look at. How have you guys been able to gel together? And what do you think is kind of led to this line combination becoming so formidable um you know it's just it comes back to the little things uh freddie's a great centerman uh, he's hungry on the puck he's always moving his legs and fizzle you know he just always seems to be in that right spot at the right time so they're great positional players they both have great minds for the game and uh you know when you you just kind of get that you know that that chemistry going and you just start finding each other out there and you learn how to feed off each other and after that you know the, the rest is history you just start the puck starts going in the net and once you get that confidence it's pretty hard to stop yeah, is it fair to kind of say that you know when you're when you're entering into the season there's obviously a bunch of different line combinations that 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 probably is part of it too once you just get more ice time together and you start kind of learning the way you guys move around each other absolutely I mean yeah you just build off each other you lean on you know you try and build up from each other's weaknesses and you know try and cover for each other in that aspect but yeah like I said it all it all just comes down to building that chemistry and then once you get confidence it's uh it's an unstoppable thing and despite the fact that the team has really looked good on the ice it hasn't quite been achieving the results that you all maybe would have wished for through these first six games in fairness like I said you all have competed hard in every single game I don't think it's unreasonable to say that the dogs have played well enough to earn a few victories so far so how would you gauge the team's confidence and mood right now since you faced some of this early adversity entering into this weekend and moving forward um, a big thing we've talked about is it's you know we'd rather face it now than in when come playoff time or you know we need to start pushing for a playoff spot so it's good we're working it out now and one thing that Brems has also been telling us is you know we're we're not really like we're working hard we're doing all the right things the puck just isn't bouncing our way so it's about maintaining that consistency of you know keep working hard keep doing the little things just don't get down on yourself because eventually it's the tide's going to turn and we will start getting these bounces and you know, I, I think of that goal last weekend where, or on Sunday where it hit their guy and bounced right to the guy back door. Like, that's just a bounce we haven't got yet. But if you just stick to the process and keep going with it, those bounces will start going our way. Yeah, and once you mention that, it kind of reminds me of that other goal. I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but just came from a shot off the point off a of skate. You know, sometimes the puck luck just doesn't 
go your way, but it, it always has a good way of kind of evening itself out. So I'd imagine that it'll it'll turn back Roanoke's way here soon. Mm-hmm. The Dogs have put together a four-game point streak, including three tough losses in shootouts. It, first place Huntsville was barely able to escape the doubleheader against you guys. Uh, they ended up with the two results in the shootouts this past weekend. For people that haven't experienced it personally, can you kind of describe what that mentality is like for a team and a player when you enter into a shootout after a hard-fought, close game? Uh, yeah, well, first off, you can just kind of breathe a little bit because you get a point, you know, out of the, you get one of the two points. So it's at that point, that's like fun. You know, that's that's or those are the moments we play the game for, you know, shootout hockey. It's uh, it's something that, you know, not every sport has, you know, just you versus the goalie and uh, you, you get to showcase for your team what you have individually as a player and you know it helps your team win so it's uh it's an experience that it's it's very hard to describe but it's uh it's surreal and it's an awesome thing for our game I think yeah it's definitely electrifying I know the fans enjoyed it even if Rono came up just a little bit short in both of those shootouts this past weekend I'd imagine that you all would like to avoid a shootout if you can this weekend as Vermillion County comes to the Berkland Center for the first time in their history. It'll be the first time that the Dogs have actually ever played against the newest SPHL expansion franchise. What do you know about the Bobcats so far uh, and what has kind of stuck out to you in your preparation for this weekend? Um, you know, we haven't done much scouting this week with it being a short week, but all we know is uh, we're we're going to take every opponent the same. We don't really, uh, you know, whether we're playing the best team in the league or the worst team in the league, the only thing that we need to worry about is our game so we don't play. Obviously, when you play a better opponent, you want to rise up to their level, but we want teams that they have to play to our game. So that's basically all we're focused on is just going in, playing our hard, physical, you know, dogs hockey game. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter who we play. We just uh, we got to get that first win out of the way. You recently moved into fourth place all time in dogs history for goal scored. You have 22 now in the Star City. I'd imagine many more coming in the future. I know we're all looking at, looking forward to that. Which one kind of sticks out to you as your favorite goal that you've scored so far in a dog sweater? <laughs> I would like to say everyone, you know, I've, I have a very uh, genuine passion for playing for this organization, and, um, you know, it's something I'm very proud of. But uh, I, I don't know. I'll just go back to my rookie year. We, we we had a nice run in that playoff run, and I had a couple games where I had multi-goal games. And, you know, just that, that get-up of playoff hockey and the passion that the fans truly have here. We, we were fortunate to have a couple home playoff games here at the Berglund Center, and it was just absolutely electric. It wasn't – it wasn't our full crowd, but it was like our most passionate fans. So it seemed like a full crowd, and you know, every goal we scored, the roof just blew off this place, and it was uh, it was super electric. And it's something that you know I think about every day, and I want to get back there and have that for this city for sure. Yeah, it was something I wasn't able to be present for that back then. Uh, that was back in in the Brian Gardner era, and he talked about that when we were transitioning when he was leaving and I was coming in and just talking about how great the fans are. And that was one video that I definitely went back and watched a few times when I was trying to do some research on the team. And it looked like it was an awesome place to be uh, in the star city for that series. Similar to that last question, I do want to ask, and, and it might be a similar answer that you have. What has been your favorite overall moment since you've been with the dogs, whether it's on the ice, off the ice, what's kind of been uh one of your favorite memories uh you know it's it's all great you know <laughs> I'm a big office fan and uh 
what what's uh andy say it's like you wish you were you knew you were in the good times while they were happening or whatever and uh you know i really can't complain i've been blessed to uh I've, I've really been blessed to get put in a spot like this and for Brems to give me the opportunity he did at that time and just to run with it uh you know i'm just i'm just thankful for you know to to be in this spot in this organization and uh you know every game's the best game every time you're at home playing in front of your home fans it it really doesn't get much better than that yeah great way to put it i i, I definitely liked that so lastly do you just kind of have anything else on your mind that we didn't cover or just a message that you'd like to share with the dogs fan base before we wrap this up here today no uh we're just i just on behalf of me and my whole team we want to thank the fan base you guys have been awesome thus far and uh just stick with us you know it's a long season there's a lot of hockey to play and you know i've i'm pretty sure we're going to start winning some games here and we're going to start rolling and we're going to be a force to be reckoned with and uh yeah, we just want our fans to know that we appreciate them, and uh, we're going to start winning some games here. Well, good deal, Mac. We're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for joining me again here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Dogs Podcast Series. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, we do have Vermilion County back here at Berglund Center this weekend. Friday is going to be the Fall Food Drive, sponsored by Kroger. And Saturday is Jurassic Bark Night, where you can actually bring your dog to the game. We'll have specialty jerseys available for auction after the game as well. And if you're not able to be here, you can also listen in on the Haley Toyota Rail Yard Dogs Hockey Network on Mixler or watch it on Hockey TV. Make sure to call the Dogs Ticket Office or check the website for more information on how you can get those tickets, whether it's half or quarter season tickets, group tickets, single games for this weekend or in the future, or your family, four-pack sponsored by Whistler Plumbing and Air. Join Mac and myself and the rest of the dogs for a game here at the Berglund Center this season. Make sure to follow us on social media and keep on the lookout for future episodes on Spotify and on Acre FM. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.